0: Teachings that do not speak of pain have no meaning, because humankind cannot gain anything without first giving something in return.
1: In alchemy, to obtain something, something of equal value must
0: be lost. This is Equivalent Exchange. Welcome to Equivalent Exchange, a podcast about formal alchemists by Hiromo Alkawa I'm Kayla. I'm Ellen.
2: I'm Kirsten.
0: And today we're going to be looking at chapters 27 and 28. Yay! 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 Yeah, yeah, yay! Yay! Yeah, <laughs> I think we're officially a quarter through the series. Then wow, wow! <laughs> all right, so we're doing our uh, summary recap and then uh, discussing. Woo! As we do. Woo indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo indeed. <laughs> so chapter twenty-seven opens with Izumi, Sig, and Mason worrying over the fact that Alphonse hasn't come home yet. Mason suggests that maybe he got kidnapped, which they all laugh at for being a ridiculous idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, Al has been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> he's bound in chains now, but Martle is still inside his armor as a guard. Now that the fight is over, they actually have a civil conversation. She apologizes for having to do this, but Al says he's already gotten used to her being there, and tells her to just make sure not to touch the blood rune inside his armor, since that's the only thing keeping him in this world. You know, your body's pretty neat, Martle says. You're pretty unusual yourself, aren't you, miss, Al replies. She explains that she's a chimera, her body having been combined with the snakes, which Al is understandably shocked by that's impossible, he says. I thought you couldn't make human-animal chimeras. No one's ever succeeded. Martle takes offense at the suggestion that she's not a success, and then goes on to explain further. (laughs) I used to be a soldier, she says. I was critically wounded in the South Border War. The military dragged my half-dead body to their laboratories and used me in their experiments. That's how I got like this. Al thinks that's horrific. I can't believe the military would do that. Experimenting on people? Changing your body? It's too horrible for words. Martle laughs. I guess it was pretty callous, she says. The last thing I remembered was having half my body blown up by a mine, and when I woke up, I had the body of a snake. Dolcetto, who's been listening from nearby, chimes in to add, Yeah, they didn't give a damn what we wanted. To those scientists, we were just lab rats, and you don't even want to know what the failures looked like. We get a glimpse of Dolcetto, wearing a numbered hospital gown and staring at a locked cage in an empty room. A hand reaches out through the bars, a desperate, sickly face gazing up at him from the shadows within. We were the success stories, he says over the memory. We got a second chance at life because we were survivors. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love those like, like, one or two panel horrifying flashbacks that Arakara does, like, mm-hmm. what characters are talking about, what's going on.
1: <laughs> as soon as they showed the cage, I was
0: like, oh no, and they flip the page, and I was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I'll ask what animal he was combined with, and Dolcetto tells him to guess. Martle teasingly hints that he lifts one leg to pee, which Dolcetto <laughs> sharply denies, and Al correctly guesses that he's part dog. Delchero says he kind of likes it, and Al notes that he seems pretty positive about the whole thing. Anything's great after being in that godforsaken lab, he says with a sharp grin. Everyone here has some reason they can't live in the normal world. As he says this last bit, the man with the Ouroboros tattoo on his hand that we saw last time enters the room flanked by Roa and a few other followers. He walks up to Al and immediately pulls his head off. Whoa, (laughs) cool, he really is empty, he says. He puts the helmet back on and cheerfully says, Nice to meet you, kid. The name's Greed. Let's be friends. Al immediately takes notice of the Ouroboros tattoo and says he met someone weird with that mark in Central. Huh, so you met one of the others, Greed asks. Which one? Was it that hag lust or that lazy-ass sloth? Al asks if they're some kind of bad guys, and Greed, with a grin, says he wouldn't say bad, but they're not really good either. He crouches down so he's eye-level with Al and steers the conversation elsewhere. So, Al, isn't it, he says. What does it feel like to be nothing but a soul with a body that can never die? Alas, how he even knows that about him, and Greed explains that several people witnessed when his body was half-destroyed in the fight against Scar on the streets of East City. The commander in charge of the operation placed a gag order on the incident, but secrets have a way of getting out. Why did you bring me here, Alas? Transmuting a person's soul and binding it to a physical object. Think about it. If you can do that, you've got yourself eternal life, am I right? Greed's sharp-toothed grin grows wider, and his eyes go a bit wild. I want it all. Money. Women. Power. Fame. I want everything in the world. And most of all, eternal life. He calms down a little bit and reaches out to tap Al's chest plate. The secret lies inside of you, he says, and now you're going to help me get it. Try to refuse, and I'll cut you apart to find out the secrets of your soul. That's too bad, Al says. You are a bad guy. <laughs> and he activates the transmutation circle he'd been scratching into the ground while Greed talked, creating a stone fist from the floor that rises up rapidly to strike Greed in the gut. He quickly starts to sketch another circle to break his chains, but Greed is sturdier than expected. The stone fist crumbles, and he stands back up, looking little worse for the wear. Greed then grabs Al and shoves him roughly to the ground, telling him to chill. (laughs) Then he pauses to apologize to the now-rattled Martel, saying he forgot she was in there. (laughs) He praises Al for having spunk, but says you'll have to try harder than that to kill him. Like this. And Roa slams his sledgehammer into Greed's skull, completely destroying the top half of his head in a shower of blood. His body falls to the floor as Al looks on in horror. Why did you do that? He cries. He was your... But before he can even finish the sentence, Greed's body rises back up. With a sparking light of alchemy, bone, muscle, and skin knits back together, fully restoring him. He cracks his neck back into place. That's how you kill a guy, he says. (laughs) Al, shocked, asks if Greed is immortal, and he says that even with this body, he's not quite. You've heard of a homunculus, right? He explains. It's an artificial human being, a person that's not a person. That's what you're looking at right now. I was made to last. I might look young, but I've been around for close to 200 years. Al says that's impossible. No one has ever successfully created a homunculus. But Greed just laughs and tells him he has no idea what goes on in the shadows of the world. He points out that successful human chimeras are also not supposed to exist. Nothing is impossible, Greed says. The fact that you exist proves that, doesn't it? You, who only has a soul. He then invokes, in different words, the concept of equivalent exchange, saying that he told Al his secret, so now Al needs to tell his. How was his soul transmuted? Al says that he couldn't tell him anyway, because someone else performed the transmutation. Greed asks who did it then, so he can ask him instead. Well, that would be my big brother, Al says, but he's gone. Greed and his gang pause, immediately taking the statement at its worst implication. They worry for a bit that they're being insensitive, with Al still being so young, and then awkwardly try to comfort Al over his loss. (laughs) For some reason, they think that you're dead, big brother, Al thinks to himself. Over in South City, Ed sneezes as he waits in line for his assessment paperwork. The woman running the desk gives him his forms and tells him to take it to the technical evaluation office, warning him that it'll take a while to process since he missed the deadline. He sighs and wanders off, though he quickly realizes he has no idea where he's going, since it's his first time at South HQ. And unfortunately for Ed, the first person he tries to ask directions from is the familiar massive form of, my- of Major Armstrong, who is as delighted to see him as Ed is horrified. <laughs> he's horrified because his bones are getting snapped. In yeah. Half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are, like sound effects of like hugging and bones crunching. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that Armstrong was chosen to escort Fuhrer Bradley during his inspection of the South HQ, so Ed is brought in to say hi. He explains that he's there for his assessment, but it's going to take a while to process with this missed deadline. Oh, that's all? Here, let me see the form, the Fuhrer says. He then takes his official seal and stamps the bottom. You pass. Assessment complete. That can't be okay, Ed mutters, apparently distraught it's by, the nepotism. Work, <laughs> by the casual disregard of protocol. <laughs> i'm also offended (laughs) is it nepotism if he's not related to him
1: uh do do you just have to have a personal connection i don't know know. it's Mm. unethical
0: favoritism (laughs) Favoritism. motives yeah Mm, yeah (laughs) probably one of those for sure (laughs) bradley dismisses his concern saying that with what he's seen of ed's skills he surely would have passed the flying colors and asked what ed is doing in the south region Ed explains that he's just visiting his old alchemy teacher, and Bradley's intrigued by the potential skill of such a person and wonders aloud about trying to recruit her. Ed thinks that's not a great idea. You couldn't make her come here if you sent an entire army to fetch her. Back in Dublin, Mason has found a clue about Al's disappearance. Yesterday, someone saw Al going to the old factory grounds on the west side, he tells Izumi and Sig. Some guys who hang out at a bar called the Devil's Nest were seen carrying a big suit of armor downstairs. He tosses Azumi a matchbook bearing the bar's name, which he catches and then looks at with a scowl. Let's go pay them a visit, she says. Outside the bar, Izumi, looking distinctly unimpressed, faces down a group of toughs guarding the door. They make some threats, which Izumi is even less impressed by, and she strolls on by, largely ignoring them. They make the mistake of trying to actually keep her from entering, and she soundly beats them, first with martial arts alone, but quickly bringing in some alchemy when one of them dares to call her an old lady. (laughs) The goons freak out and call for their big guns. A massive, muscled man with clawed hands and an unnaturally wide mouth filled with pointed teeth. Ulchi ain't like the rest of us, one of the others shouts. He's got crocodile blood running through his veins. Ulchi is excited that his opponent is a sexy lady, but his flirtatious (laughs) threats don't go over well with Sig, who has accompanied his wife to the showdown. Get your eyes off my woman, you creep, he yells as he pummels (laughs) Ulchi. Next to the violence, Izumi blushes. Aw, it's sweet of you to call me your woman, but you don't have to say it so loud, she (laughs) says shyly while the goons (laughs) look on in terror. (laughs) I like that you described it as he's excited that his opponent is
1: a sexy lady. (laughs) what he said it, it's true it's just really fun. i don't know it's just funny
0: <laughs> Zumi and sig work together to lay the smackdown on everyone and demand to know where al was taken but it's eventually azumi of vomiting blood all over a disgusted ulchi's <laughs> face that finally gets them to talk inside greed's gang are working through some alternative methods of learning about soul transmutation from al currently one is holding a lighter in front of al's face and trying some kind of hypnosis regression therapy which yields no results another gripes that they're wasting time and should just take him apart to analyze him Al humps at this. If you're going to do that, you should at least bring someone in with the skills of a state alchemist, he says. I don't want to be dissected by amateurs. (laughs) Greed finds this funny, but the one who suggested it is less amused. He grabs the horn on the head of Al's armor and snarls in his face that he's tired of him acting like he's not afraid. His nails start to lengthen into inhuman claws. I can rip you apart with my bare hands, he threatens. Greed tells him to calm down, but a rumbling from outside interrupts before anything can happen. Al realizes what this sound means. There's only one thing that I'm afraid of, he says as the rumbling gets louder. And speaking of that thing, here it comes. <laughs> a door appears on the wall with a violent burst of alchemy, and Izumi pushes through, dragging an unconscious goon behind her. <laughs> Sorry to barge in, she says, striding calmly into the room. She ignores any attempts to stop and question her as she walks right up to Al, and then throws the goon's unconscious body at him. <laughs> you stupid moron, she yells. How the hell could you let yourself get kidnapped? <laughs> Al frantically apologizes. Greed's gang, very confused, demand to know who the hell Izumi is. I'm a housewife, she declares viciously. <laughs> Greed looks somewhat impressed.
1: <laughs> it's the greatest entrance there ever there was in this story so far. It's pretty good. It's, mm. it's great. Zumi never fails to disappoint, frankly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or never, never disappoints. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the first way I said it was the opposite of what I meant. She never fails yes. to
0: disappoint anyone hoping to beat her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She her fails to disappoint people who want to kick her ass. <laughs> when we come back into Chapter 28, Izumi has Roa pinned to the ground with the rest of Greed's followers in various states of injury around her. <laughs> hey, 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 that's harsh, lady, Greed says, looking only slightly bothered by the sight. He didn't even <laughs> give us a warning. Izumi asks if Greed is in charge, then tells him she'll be taking Al back home now. When Greed refuses, she goes to casually strike him with a punch to the face, but her eyes widen and she grimaces on impact. You sure like surprises, don't you, lady, Greed asks. He grins and we see a metallic alchemical pattern has crawled up his neck to cover the part of his face that Izumi punched. Your fingers, are they broken? He breaks away from her and Izumi pulls back. Blood drips from her hand, though her expression remains stoic. Al cries out in alarm at seeing her injured. Give it a rest, will you? Greed says. The metallic surface now covers his hand, which he holds out threateningly. I don't like fighting women. You've got a rather unique body, Izumi notes. Ain't that the truth, Greed agrees. Takes more than you can deal out to scratch this hide. Al interrupts to ask Izumi if Ed came here with her, and she tells him he hasn't come back yet. He quickly explains that Greed is a homunculus and that he might know a way to get their original bodies back, so he needs to talk to Ed about it all right away. Izumi thinks she should just beat Greed until he talks, which Al frantically protests on the basis of her already being injured by him. Greed's not too into the idea either. He was serious when he said he didn't really like fighting women. They talk for a bit, but eventually Greed slings his arm around Al's neck and sums it up. I'll show him how to create a homunculus, and his brother will teach me how to transmute a soul call it equivalent exchange. I'd like to keep things civil. Zumi continues to object to making a deal with the person who kidnapped Al, but she gives in when Al pleads with her to just bring Ed here, because this might be the chance they've been waiting for. She frowns in thought, then addresses Greed again. As an alchemist, I prefer to create things, she says. I don't like saying things like this. If anything happens to that boy, I won't hesitate to destroy you. She leaves and Greed pats Al on the shoulder. Wow, your teacher's really something else, he says. Uh, thanks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) It's like that's
1: when they fell in love. I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, continue. <laughs> Over at the train station, Ed has finally returned to Devleth, but it turns out he's not the only one. Fear Bradley and Major Armstrong have also come along. Bradley, wearing whatever the Amestrian equivalent of a Hawaiian shirt is, happily announces <laughs> that he came to meet Ed's teacher, of course, and offers another souvenir melon to a confused and horrified Ed. <laughs> Ed realizes that they must have followed him onto the train, and Armstrong proudly declares that following a child is no challenge. He used the secret <laughs> tracking skills that have been passed down in the Armstrong family for generations. <laughs> Ed slumps wearily in the corner and says he can't take this anymore. <laughs> I love it, just exhausted at his. I know. By I like
1: everything, everything about this scene that just happened and what we're about, to, what you're about to say, <laughs> <laughs> made my day when I read it. <laughs> yeah.
0: A little later, everyone has convened at the butcher shop. Bradley faces off with Sig at the counter, trying to get in to meet and woo her into a military life, while Sig stoically responds to each request by just rotely repeating their meat prices to him. Eventually, Armstrong cuts in, asking the Fuhrer to let him handle this. You, the stubborn owner of this butcher shop, he begins. Gaze upon the true beauty of a state alchemist. Carve this into your eyeballs. And he tosses off his shirt and begins to flex in a show of intimidation. Sig is silent. He cracks his neck, then flexes himself, hard enough to rip his own shirt into tatters. Two men flex aggressively at each other, then suddenly reach out and clasp hands. <laughs> oh, it's a friendship formed from muscle, Mason says, watching the exchange.
3: <laughs>
0: Carve it so- into your soul, Armstrong <laughs> <Yeah>. screams. She- <laughs> Which is so stupid, and I love that she dedicated like four pages to it. I like
1: everything about what just happened, and I imagine that they send each other Christmas cards every year because yes. of their muscle friendship.
0: Yeah,
2: I think their <laughs> friendship is probably my favorite in the entire series. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sig is probably the only one stoic enough to be able to handle Armstrong's like craziness. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: <Yeah. laughs> it's the bombastic muscle and stoic muscle.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're like uh, the yin and yang of muscle.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's like a yin and yang symbol but instead of like half circles it's just like two curled Muscly fists. arms. Yeah. <laughs> two biceps. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the back, Izumi and Ed discuss, perhaps a bit too loudly, the situation with Al. Izumi tells him about the man with the Ouroboros tattoo claiming to be a homunculus who wants information on how to transmute a soul. Ed is disbelieving at first, but he takes note of Izumi's injured hand when she tells him that Greed was definitely not a normal human being. Teacher, did he do that to your hand? He asks. She waves it off with a small smile. It's nothing. He caught me off guard, that's all. Ed looks upset, then declares he's going to go meet this guy, and he's doing it alone. Izumi yells that she's not letting him go into such a dangerous situation alone, but Ed hurriedly says it'll be fine. They just want information, so it's not like they're going to try to kill him. So don't worry, he says. Everything will be fine. Izumi still looks concerned, but she gives in. Do whatever you want, she says, turning away. Just make sure you come home in time for dinner. Yes, ma'am, Ed agrees. Mm -hmm. Out front, Fuhrer Bradley looks thoughtful. Ed steps outside to head for the devil's nest. He looks at the map Izumi gave him and idly wonders what she's making for dinner. Then absolute rage crosses his face and he crumples the map into his fist and stomps off toward his destination. That fury hasn't dissipated much by the time Ed arrives. He meets Greed and listens to him go over the details of the deal that he wants to make again. An equivalent exchange, Ed asked doubtfully, and Greed says it seems like a fair trade. Ed doesn't agree. <clears throat> don't make me laugh, he shouts suddenly, that rage back and forth. How dare you, you crook? Are you really that stupid? I don't care what you and the other members of the Ouroboros are scheming, but you kidnapped my brother and hurt my teacher, and now you want an equivalent exchange? You are without a doubt the vilest creatures on the face of the earth. You want to know about souls? I'm not going to tell you anything. I'll crush you, creeps. I'll smash you. If I want your secrets, I'll force you to tell me. In other words, I'm taking it all and giving you nothing. I'll never make an equivalent exchange with villains like you. Everyone stares, shocked into silence. Greed applauds. (laughs) Eventually, Dolcetto recovers enough to mutter that Ed is an idiot and steps up to fight. Greed warns him not to kill him, but Dolcetto says he'll happily break a few bones. Unfortunately for him, Dolcetto repeats his pattern of getting his ass kicked, and Ed knocks him out without (laughs) much effort, saying he's slower than some condemned criminals he's met. Greed considers Ed, then orders Roa to pick up Al and Dolcetto and take them out of there. They're just going to rip Al apart for analysis instead. Ed rushes in to intercede, but Greed stops him by just holding out his armored hand. Brats who won't listen need to be taught, he says with a terrifying grin, but Greed blocks with his arms at every angle, even when Ed uses alchemy to form some steps and attack from the high ground. You can't even scratch me with that letter opener, Greed taunts. But a little observation gives Ed an idea. He creates and then quickly destroys an alchemy structure, sending shards towards Greed's face. And while he's squinting away from the debris, Ed gets in and locks his feet around Greed's neck and uses his momentum to flip him headfirst into the roughened ground. You left your head wide open, Ed says triumphantly, as blood gushes from the back of Greed's shattered skull. But we already know that's not enough to incapacitate Greed, and he strikes out at Ed as he pulls himself back together. Ed clutches at his new wound, and Greed complains that that attack actually hurt. That would have hospitalized a normal human for sure, he says. But you're not normal at all, are you? Ed asks. Greed explains that biologically, the stuff that makes up his body is the same as the humans, but he can regenerate instantly and has his shield. So I guess you could say I'm a little different. He denies being immortal, though, though he says he's close enough for practical purposes in a case like this. He tries to encourage Ed to just take the deal again. You can't get through my shield, and even if you do, it won't matter, he says. Ed continues to glare, and Greed sighs. Look, I know your type. You're the kind of guy who doesn't mind getting the crap beat out of him, but totally loses his cool when his brother or someone gets hurt. You're stereotypical stoic hero. Are you going to let your stubbornness keep you from your one shot at the info you need? And getting your brother back? Stubbornly, Ed says that he'll just get (laughs) Al back after beating Greed. You can't keep regenerating forever. I'll just attack you where you don't have any armor, that's all. Greed starts laughing wildly at that. Sorry, I wasn't giving it my all up until now, he says, grinning. He takes off his fancy vest and his armor creeps further up his arms. Then, as Ed watches in horror, it begins to creep up his face. I don't like to show people this, because it takes away from my sexy good looks, he says. He looms over Ed, now covered head to toe in impenetrable black armor. Didn't I tell you? You'll never put a scratch on me. Elsewhere in the complex, under Devil's Nest, Roa carries Dolcetto and Al, and Martel, away. (laughs) Dolcetto recovers enough to get back on his feet, and mopes a little over his recent losing streak. But then something sets off his canine instincts in a bad way. He growls, looking panicked. I don't like the smell of this, he says. It's something familiar. Whatever it is, it's coming. Outside the bar, a military force is amassed. They've secured the alleyways around the entrance and neutralized the guards and other bar patrons. At the entrance, Fuhrer Bradley stands with his swords and gives the orders and gives the order to protect the large suit of armor and the boy with the braided hair and to capture the man with the Ouroboros tattoo on his hand. And the rest, another soldier asks, eliminate them. And that's the end of chapter twenty eight, right? Yeah, twenty eight <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> dun 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 Dun,
2: dun. I was like, no, I see twenty nine. That was chapter twenty nine, but yeah. no, that's, the n- that's the next. No,
1: chapter. the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has Ed and Winry now and uh, waiting for sheep to cross. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder how many of those sheep know Al.
1: <laughs> <laughs> From the train. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're all BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> the fear has not one. Not two, not three, not four, but five swords. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. want everyone to know. He's holding one freely, and then he has a holster with, like, four on the back. It's mm-hmm. a lot of swords. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many of them are real Hattori Hanzos. No? No? It's not landing? Okay. I'll
2: cut it. Now, the only way I can see him using all five efficiently... It's two in the two one in each hand. One, one in between, each foot? One between each armpit and one between the legs.
0: <laughs> there's actually I think one in the mouth, maybe. There's actually uh, a comic that Arakawa drew. <laughs> it has him with like a sword in each hand, a sword in each ear, and then like one in his butt crack. <laughs> 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 Why because are we that extra? We
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty funny. it's a funny lady. <laughs> <laughs> the butt crack was so obvious. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow, so many things happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired from laughing. There was a lot of funny things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's definitely relatively late, I guess, the two mm-hmm. chapters. Kind of yeah
1: yeah there's a lot of just like straight up comedy in these chapters. Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Usually, there's a little more drama, mm-hmm.
0: but I guess when Ed's not there, there's not as much drama. yeah mm-hmm. you know it's like dramatic things are happening. It's just like the characters involved aren't <laughs> super nobody <serious>. cares, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what makes it great. <laughs> like azumi is like, Oh, you goons you 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 stereotypical goons and then just crushes them. Yeah. And then Greed is like, no, stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who it is that he does that. I think it's when Augustus drinks the water or
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite is when one of the parents is like, do something, and he's like, help, police, murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess he does that more than one time yeah. in
1: the movie. Speaking of Willy Wonka, I I really really resisted the urge to sing uh Veruka's song when Greed is like I want everything but you uh, were, yeah you were acting so uh uh what's it called so seriously that I couldn't <laughs> I just yeah. felt like I couldn't couldn't break the moment but I'm happy to do it now no. <laughs> it's just kidding I'll spare everyone I I want to he wants the whole world yeah he, he doesn't wants care to how it
0: all up in his pocket. <laughs>
1: He wants to have a party with uh, tons of ice cream. I don't actually know most of the words. (laughs) If he doesn't get the things that he's after, he's going to scream. (laughs) Before we start talking about these chapters, last time I said that I would look something up and I followed up. Right. I, I just want to quickly say, if you don't care about learning any Japanese stuff, just skip like 30 seconds ahead. It'll be fine. You won't miss anything important. But basically last time we were, there was like a specific sentence that we talked about. And we talked about, they call Izumi uh, Sensei or Shisho. And then they call, Scar calls his master Shifu. And then they also use the word master for what they said about greed. When the uh, Roa and Dolcetto were taking away. So there was a specific piece of grammar. I don't remember how much of it I cut that we said. It's you're coming with us to meet our master. And it says, it ends with Aroji no Motoe. So I thought that specifically what they were saying was that they called greed aruji no moto that's not true that phrase aruji no moto is just like the place where our master is mm. so they call him i guess they refer to him as aruji as opposed to you know like a a martial arts master so i did follow up on the difference between both like the kind of word shisho shifu sensei or whatever and also aruji so the other examples that um I use this cool. There's a forum called Hi Native. If you're learning a language, it's pretty cool. You can ask native speakers like questions, and then they can reply to you. And you can also respond about like your native language when people ask questions. So you can get like answers from people who actually like currently speak stuff, which is pretty cool. Hmm. They specifically mentioned that other examples of the the same that kanji for master, not the not martial arts master, but that. It it's usually refers to somebody in like the high who's in the highest ranking position in a social group or something. Mm-hmm. And current like words that use it are mochi no nushi. So nushi is another reading of the same kanji, which means like owner or like i no aruji, which is like a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, somebody who's in charge, as opposed to a you know a nurturing <laughs> te- teacher type person.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm proud of greed for being a homeowner.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think he's a group leader yeah <laughs> anyway I did my homework is all I'm saying Very, so I, I hope we all learned I learned something we were kind of right though I mean I feel like that our discussion was kind of like generally speaking they all they in I guess in English we refer to all of those types of things as like a master mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think they have a different connotation yeah yeah yeah, he's not, I don't think Greed, also based on our interaction we saw this time, I don't think he's like doing anybody any favors in that group, you know? Yeah. I think they just kind of follow him. He clearly has the most power,
0: as opposed to somebody like an Izumi, who's mm-hmm. just a badass. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in less academic research, I found the um the gag comic with Bradley. I just it <laughs> if you guys want to look at it. Can we post this to a, a social of
1: some kind? Let me see coach <laughs> just says butt. <laughs> Five sword style. The Bradley school's oh. ultimate sword fighting technique. And then I like his like chuckle like ha 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 ha. Yeah. In the background when like Sig and um and Armstrong were like flexing it up he was like mm-hmm. ha ha ha, ha, yeah. ha. <laughs> Well good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we got to see that. Yes. <laughs> I didn't organize my notes this time so I'm not well equipped to lead the discussion as usual but <laughs> Cosme you're like how dare you? How dare you! <laughs> the first note that I have <laughs> is about uh, Martel said that she used to be a soldier mm-hmm. so can we make the assumption that all of them used to be soldiers? We know Martel and Dolcetto Well Roa is dressed like one isn't he? We
2: talked uh-huh. about
0: that we last, time. About last time That's what I said and I was like I will say it very closely resembles military uniform that. <laughs> so... <laughs> so yeah I think it's At the very least, heavily implied that most of them are Mm -hmm. Mm ex-military.
1: And also, most of them seem to be part animal of some kind. That's Mm -hmm. also the uh, Mm -hmm. implication,
0: except for greed.
2: Yes, who is something else entirely.
0: He's a team Mm -hmm. rocket, as stated last time. We finally have a a word we can use to generically refer to all of them. Uh, He
1: called them the... Oh, yeah, homunculi. I was Mm -hmm. like, he called them the Ouroboros members or something weird. um... but. (laughs) No, yeah, homunculi. Now we can call them that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I looked it up because
0: I was like, is that the proper pluralization? I think
1: it well, is. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. You're like, I did my homework too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know. Mart- so Martel's like, oh, I was blown up by a landmine. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I woke up and I was part snake. And I was like, oh, that's horrifying. Yep. And then uh, Dolcetto is like, but you don't even want to know about the like failures, and there was the horrible uh the cage that
0: we already talked about earlier. <laughs> so I'm not sure on the timeline of this, and I can't decide which one is more horrifying. But like we know, like the whole thing with Nina and mm-hmm. um what the fuck is that guy's name
1: Tucker <laughs> Show Tucker. Tucker,
0: yeah Show Tucker. Yeah. Um, where it's like he said he made the the Camaro with his wife a couple years earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's like what let him keep his like or earned his alchemy license. And it's like, it's like, was that a like a foundational experiment that led to these people or was it they already knew all this stuff and he thought and he so it was like worthless what he was doing? Like, oh, that's a really good question. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah my, my assumption was that, yeah, it, they already knew it, but they just gave him a participation trophy. <laughs>
3: um, well, they just
1: wanted someone who was he's able to do it like he uses mm-hmm. some alchemy. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's an implication that there's a certain skill level and, like, people have different specialties and whatever. Like, Dr. Marco could do, like, certain healing that other people could probably Mm -hmm. couldn't do. Mm -hmm. So maybe they were just like, oh, you can create chimeras? You're on the payroll to show Tucker. But then, yeah, like, you'd think that he would know about it and why does he have to do... I guess he still needed to do research, like, Mm -hmm. extra research.
0: Well, it's like, I figure it's like... I think my assumption is that, like, the military knew this, but... And it was just, like, you know, secret military experimentation stuff. So, like, he didn't know that they had already figured out, like, successful mm-hmm. human chimera transmutation. And so his, like, really horrifying early attempts were... Were all for like, naught. a big deal as far as the public, but yeah. were actually, like, pointless. Maybe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But then I was thinking, I was like, maybe it is. I was like, I mean, Martle and Dolcetta look pretty young. Like, they yeah. could have had, they could have been really recent experiments so like so in the
1: last couple years martel said specifically that she was injured in the southern border conflict so she didn't say that she was injured in the ishvalen war i didn't didn't know if like it was the ishvalen war and she was referring to a specific incident or a specific battlefront or if it was something extra
0: i think could um, be after i care if it's mentioned if the southern border war is mentioned specifically but i know when like before uh, Hughes gets murdered, um, he and the other soldiers are talking about how much like conflict has gone on all over, over the place, and they're like, "Oh, in the the border war yeah. over here, mm-hmm. and the skirmish over there, and stuff." So,
3: yeah,
1: it definitely doesn't seem like the it was just like the Civil War, and that's it. It seems mm-hmm. like there's ongoing conflict. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they could be recent. They could have been Show Tucker's like, you know, experiments. I don't know. But he didn't at even at seem like, to be working well, in
0: the military, so like, yeah. you know, yeah. so he was yeah. doing I would think that it. it would be like, show Tucker like came up with that stuff, and they're like, this is good, we're gonna take this. You keep doing your thing, and then maybe like, you're, you know, went on from there. So yeah. maybe,
1: maybe, maybe they had other more powerful
0: alchemists mm-hmm. doing doing the actual. Yeah, and they had you know experiments or some partial philosopher stones to work with too. So. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. They can make a lot of progress. Dr. Marco, the initial the initial discovery Mm, yeah maybe Mm -hmm. maybe yeah like i said i'm not sure like which it would be and which is more horrifying so (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean it's
1: horrifying i feel like the scenario where they knew and and they just were like okay yeah you you do you show tucker is like more horrifying because we knew nina Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i also feel like them using his experiments is also horrifying in the yeah. kind of grand scheme of life
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> well but the thing is i don't think i don't think he told them how he did it i think he just presented it like this is my skill
1: but he must document his research like i don't know i can't yeah, well because yeah, i think they're I supposed to like
0: report on yeah, the I don't know. research well i c- in i don't yeah
2: but i i'm wondering if he fudged some some info because he didn't want to admit that it was his wife you know
0: probably like mm-hmm.
2: was that
1: well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the military gives a shit. So Well, but
2: I guess he didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Or well, I he said. Maybe he did. Like... I don't oh. know.
1: Because yeah. I guess he's he. All he said was that he was creating a chimera that could speak. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that he was creating human chimeras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I
0: don't know. Yeah. yeah. It could be that they're like, oh, yeah, very impressive in the military. Like, that's totally got a human in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: They probably know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just keep him around to keep him busy. You yeah. know.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know.
2: Can't really admit how they know that. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess they could have probably investigated if they knew. I don't know.
1: I don't know. And like, what the mm-hmm. hell is Show Tucker not using the libraries and shit? Like, is he not going in? He seemed like he was all alone in his like lab or private lab or whatever. You know. I mean, like, he had a lot
2: of books. Maybe he he had them rented out as well. I mean, he yeah, had yeah he had his own like private library. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, he had
0: a pretty fancy house. So he probably could. Mm-hmm. Been-
2: Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about, was that, like, I think one of the things was that, like, it seemed like he wasn't even doing his, the, he didn't even make Nina Kamara for the research. He did it just to, like, keep the grant money and the, the lifestyle. And oh, all yeah, that. totally.
1: Yeah. And,
2: like, <clears throat> so, like, he accomplished something that apparently wasn't really even that big of a deal to some parts of the military. Probably. And, like. It seems. Yeah
1: you're right every part of it is horrible you're I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah no he and it's like he did exactly the same thing like i i don't i don't i wouldn't i don't i feel like what progress in your research is there mm-hmm. if you do literally exactly the same thing like he produced exactly the same well, thing.
2: i think the first one remember the first the only words was i want to die this oh. one this one is <laughs> actually a little so bit more cooperative
3: so a little play.
1: more Want to play <laughs> oh yeah this one is even more horrifying yeah yeah
0: yeah, I don't know. I guess he could claim that. Yeah, I do kind of feel like he like like they would have just been like, that's it, if he actually had the chance to present his research. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that well, that's it an all-for-not thing anyway.
1: Well, well, and Scar killed Nina, so yeah. the Nina Kamara.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He claimed that they could no longer be separated, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess not, because there's a bunch of other
0: like half Half animal, half people, you know, hanging out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, the military seems pretty keen on uh, the combining and not so much on the uncombining. So,
1: mm. well, that's not, I mean, that's, yeah, that doesn't seem relevant to their needs, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but the, uh, I mean, the other implication is like these people would have been dead without, yeah, that's combined true, combined with something. So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like they seem pretty
0: um... content.
1: I feel like they're, they're certainly like resigned to their yeah. fate,
0: but, uh, yeah. I was gonna say they're sort of like practical about it which you yeah know i mean might be the only way they can you know not cope yeah <laughs> not yeah. want to curl up and cry for the rest of their life um <laughs> yeah much
1: like and now they're like there's nothing that we can do about it now mm-hmm. at least i'm alive
2: yeah. and i mean yeah. I, 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 at least the fact still, that they you know, seem to be mostly themselves still like it's not I feel like that's not yeah, as big of a deal, although I guess the experimentation might have been horrible. But the
0: end result, you Seems know,
1: like no. it, yeah, yeah. Dolchetto certainly looked haunted <laughs> in the mm-hmm.
0: flashback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said anything's better than being in that godforsaken lab. So yeah,
1: I mean they, yeah, they seem to be okay, but there definitely were others that were not okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: They seem like they've like come to a point in their life where they're like, well, I'm alive and I can do some cool things, and I'm not being experimented on anymore. So I guess it's okay, like mm-hmm. while still being like. Like they're still pretty. Fuck like, the military. Yeah, they're still very much like, <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't give a shit about us uh, or what we wanted, but right. Like well they use us as lab rats, but I'm alive,
1: so I guess it's okay. Like it's yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> there are no good trade-offs. There's no good answers. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like with our dis- show discussion, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is nothing good. But yes, he did say anything's better than being in that godforsaken lab.
2: Mm-hmm. So I had a thought, um mm-hmm. this might be moving a little bit faster than we were planning, but like. They were military experiments, probably meant to be top secret, but they escaped. Probably through desertion of some sort.
1: I'm maybe they escaped. Maybe through the help of greed. Maybe. Um He's their master after all.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm But maybe that in particular is why the military got involved. Cause that's their secrets mm-hmm. that got away. Hmm
1: you think that's why they're there? You think they don't care about it now?
2: Um, I mean, probably they do.
1: To, to, <laughs> I mean, they
2: do, but yeah, this may, it could be that this is an even bigger sort of motivation for them. Like they, they see this as an opportunity to sort of right their wrong
0: Yeah, quotations. I mean, I think there's definitely the implication of being aware of something about what's going on since you see um, you know, Bradley making his little listening in faces while they're having their mm-hmm. conversation his il- yeah. unscrutable expressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With his eye patch and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they um, you know, the fact that it's basically like shoot to kill on everybody but those three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, Greed.
1: Capture the man with the Ouroboros tattoo. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
1: Rescue Ed now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone else can just is fodder. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the interesting thing about, I mean, I guess they must know something about Greed, but Greed said he's over 200 years old. Mm-hmm. Does that mean all of them are? mysterious that's an open question it's yeah. not answered yet
0: yeah
1: don't worry you don't have to answer yeah. I mean- <laughs> it
0: could be, could be based on what greed is saying mm-hmm.
2: or older
1: i guess mm-hmm. maybe good was the last one <laughs> he's the baby of the family <laughs> 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 then they go to family gatherings and lust is like impaling people and mm-hmm.
0: then <laughs> right Right? I, was say, no? Gre- I was gonna say Greed's mad he has to sit at the kids' table, but I feel like he would enjoy <laughs> sitting at the kids' table. Yeah. He
1: probably would laud <laughs> it over everyone yeah. <laughs> in, in as, as much as he possibly could. Mm-hmm.
0: I forgot I'm just imagine him like lounging out in like the little kitty chairs. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Surrounded by like beautiful women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, like greed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he also mentioned sloth. Who we haven't seen mm-hmm. yet, so we you know there's a sloth. Yes. Continuing the seven deadly sins names, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and did Ed and Al remember lust? Like Ed, so Al says he. I guess he met Envy. I forget who they actually met. Well, was he both, they yeah, saw both um, of them. I think, I think Ed it, met
0: both, but I don't think Al did.
2: Was it just Envy carrying out? Uh, Ed, yeah. Ed Okay.
1: Maybe that's a did He described
2: both of them. Yeah. when they were a- recounting. Did, Ed,
0: ed did al did he was doing his little <laughs> sketches oh, that's, that's what i mean that's what i
2: mean is that that al knows yeah. because of the...
0: but,
1: al, uh, but i think Al only t-
0: personally saw envy yeah. maybe
1: he, i'm just gonna say he told azumi i thought that he had saw he saw somebody else with an orboros tattoo
0: wasn't that him i'm not sure he just agreed that he saw someone weird in mark <laughs> um
1: which, i mean envy's pretty bad. weird yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes I saw a pine. Uh, I saw a palm tree shaped person. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm not sure he says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he says anything to Izumi. He? He's just like he's a homunculus. We gotta we gotta talk yeah. to him about this. Or did he
1: notice? Well, they read his tattoo. They
2: they probably talked about all that when they told her everything. They probably just skipped it in the manga because you know we know that already. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if they told. Assuming about Lab Five and all that.
0: Yeah, Al oh, notice yeah, Greed's tattoo and says to Greed that he met someone weird with that mark in Central. Um, That's what I was referring to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I
1: think it was Envy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ed, Ed remembers Envy and Lust. Yeah, he doesn't know their names though, so that doesn't mean that much to him. Yes. But yeah. But yes. now they know. I like how they. Well, they have a. It seems like so Greed's special talent i guess or special ability, is that he has like full body armor mm-hmm. it's like crazy armor and also a horrifying visual appearance <laughs> yeah. which i assume is part of it yes <laughs> is it the first time we've seen that like uh visual language of like the circles and the lines on the body doesn't greed have that too
2: circles and
0: line on
1: the body have that? Gre- uh <laughs> gluttony sorry
0: yeah i think um I think Gluttony has it on his... On oh, his that, 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 that. Uh, okay, uh, what that. Yeah. What looks like his overalls. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, that. I don't
1: know how to describe it. They yeah. have this pattern. Um, hold on, wait. If you look at Greed when he's doing his, like, armor thing to Ed. So you can see on his shoulders and on his, like, ribs or his sides, there's, like, a circle. And also on his, mm-hmm. it looks like his jaw. Yeah, Gluttony um, has
0: it on his shoulders. Um, yeah, let me look at the other one. I'm googling them because I don't have the other volumes in front of me. Yeah, it's just kind of part of the like homunculi visual language, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. He's kind of got it on his like headband thing. He's got that like triangles right. made of the lines and circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always assumed that it was somehow relevant to their
1: power, but I mean, you never. Lass yeah, has, it has it on, her it gloves. on her sleeves too. Yeah. Yeah. Her sleeves
0: slash gloves. <laughs> Slash hands. Yeah. It's hard to tell if they're actually
1: because, like, we yeah, saw. Yeah, it's like, um,
0: yeah, greed shirt seems to kind of turn into his armor while he's transforming. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's like part
1: of their body.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does run off of, um, Gluttony's clothing. Like it goes like off of his arms. Off of his arms? I mean, you mean onto his, like off his sleeves and onto his arms. I mean, arms. Like, okay. I yeah. see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I assume mm-hmm. their mark their marks on their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it means anything, but it seems to be related to like the parts of their bodies that they can like transmute. But it looks like they can transmute all their bodies, so I mean you know. Yeah. I know. Or I don't know. I mean with Greed he can I don't know how limited their powers are at this point. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Lust has Lust we've seen has one move. Well, they can all regenerate, I mm-hmm. assume. We haven't seen Gluttony do it. Uh but they all no, seem to have, like... He's the only huh? one we saw do it.
0: Gluttony? Yeah. yeah we, saw, we saw Lust recover after... Lust did uh, it. he, right. he threw the stab knife in her head. <laughs> in the face. Well, uh,
2: Scar uh, blew up gluttony, gluttony from the inside.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. I think... But yeah, so we've seen... And then Envy, we've only ever seen change. So it's kind of like Envy can change their appearance. Mm-hmm. Lust can stab people with her like long fingernails gluttony I, I don't know eats people like his tattoo yeah. is on his tongue mm-hmm. so it's not clear exactly what's happening there and then uh, Greed has this like body armor that's, imp- and he also kind of has like claws like his hands turn into like these mm-hmm. claw things mm-hmm. and he has like pointy teeth so it seems like they all have some kind of like special ability that's limited in some way yeah. and they can all regenerate mm-hmm. to yes. a certain extent they say they're not immortal though so that's mm-hmm. good to know
0: but
2: practically,
1: practically immortal. Which
2: honestly, it's interesting because you know he wants um, Al's body, which kind of isn't. he wants it now. <laughs> isn't nearly as immortal as maybe he is because <laughs>
1: they could just scratch off his like yeah. I feel like that's, circle. A, that's
2: a very very delicate. Look, look. um No, ne- they don't necessarily know that. Martel
0: he does know now. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. he may not. But still, like that's. Yeah, I think he just like heard about. Mm-hmm. Al's body and was like, that's, that's intriguing. Yeah. And they're
1: like, Oh, let's disassemble him and find out how it works. And it's like, it's one fucking mark. Like <laughs> mm. But I guess Al doesn't want to just tell them that. Yeah. But also like they wouldn't just be able to do it. Like they need someone to explain how to do it, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, are you willing to <laughs> trade an arm and a leg to find out? Mm. Yeah. I also feel like
0: Greed doesn't actually want to disassemble disassemble Al. No. Yeah. he's like, you know, talking his followers down. And basically just using it as a threat for to get ed to cooperate he's yeah. trying
1: to do the marty mcfly move with ed always which is a good move mm-hmm. because it always works with ed he's like yeah you're just all tough and blah 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 and like your stubbornness you you know because of your stubbornness you'll just keep finding me you know yeah. whatever yeah you're the kind that anyway whatever he taunts ed
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a way that i think would work
3: <laughs> yeah
1: it's yeah. interesting
0: because he actually is like relatively civil to
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody. yeah. he
1: didn't do anything like, to Izumi. He didn't really—I mean, except for blocking her punch, he didn't do anything to Al. He actually yeah, like put, he, <laughs> he kind of patted his head when he put his yeah. helmet back on. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like, like he's "Whoa, fairly, cool!" Like,
0: friendly toward them, like outwardly anyway, and like, oh, they
1: thought that Ed was dead, and they were like, "Oh, we're yeah, still for your but... loss." <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, what do we do? I love it when like villains are nice. It's really mm-hmm. funny.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he like he seems to genuinely like. Not want to fight if he can avoid it. Yeah, he like, really would rather just make a deal. Mm-hmm. And as you mean Edder, like never. Yeah,
1: <laughs> my principles. And he's like, whatever. Yeah, and I was like, guys, please. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that they were trying to hypnotize Al, mm-hmm. into telling them how to mm-hmm, how to do mm-hmm. transmutation as well. Of yeah. Al, did kind of like going along with it too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what like, else so- does he have to do? <laughs> He's like, well, he wants to know, too. Like, he went there. So they lured Al there by being mm-hmm. like, we know about you. And he's like, I want to know about me, too. That was the, like, kind of fatal flaw that mm-hmm. led him into their clutches in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they're like, maybe we can. I love how greed was also like, I swear we could have just, like, like uh, hypnotized it out of him or whatever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like everyone's on the same page about hypnotizing Al, which yeah. is really funny. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't know. Izumi still hasn't kicked him hard enough yet to yeah. figure it out, I yeah. guess. Yeah.
0: I yeah. also like, um, like we talked about it a little bit, but like the scene at the beginning where like Martel and Dolcetto are talking with Al, like they're also you know like now that they're not fighting, they're all like kind of friendly, like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like that scene, mm-hmm. where they're just talking. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're just like doing Greed's bidding. I don't mm-hmm. think they really care that much about Al. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they all seem to like <laughs> the uh, Chimera people, at least that group um, of the three of them. <clears throat> Yeah, that group of three seem to uh, care about each other to some degree. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're constantly picking up Dolcetto after he gets knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> you see Roa like, patting him on the back when he's like crying about <laughs> his losing streak. <laughs> yeah. I love how every time they carry Al or whatever, they're like, Oh, sorry, Martel! And she's like, God yeah. damn it! <laughs> yeah. I've even to
0: apologize. He's like, Oh, sorry, I forgot you were in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting rattled around.
1: Constantly, yes. Nah, rattlesnake. Yeah, <laughs> your pun is accepted. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed that Azumi was there to kick everyone's ass and take names, and was mm-hmm. all out of names constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and just like transmutes a door to kick down. Yeah, you know? <laughs> which is funny because we've seen Ed and Al do that before, so it's like <laughs> the student has learned from the master. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Izumi kicks everyone's ass, including Roa. I know, this is so, one of my favorite panels with her, just having this pinned down,
0: <laughs> dude mm-hmm. pinned to the ground.
1: Yes. But then I was really mad when Greed fucked up her hand. I was like, how <laughs> <Yeah>. dare? <laughs> and I love
0: how upset both Ed and Al are about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: where they are like, yeah, if Izumi can't do it, nobody can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I love how much like genuine concern they seem to have for her, even though she's like one of the strongest people we've seen in the series Mm -hmm. you're like no like you're injured
1: I think that that's why Mm
3: -hmm.
1: like if you know someone who's strong and they get hurt you're like what? like Mm -hmm. you know I don't know I mean and they obviously have a close relationship like we said before Mm -hmm. I like how Zumi was like just be home for dinner he's not gonna be home for dinner I mean (laughs) they all cared about each other like Sid Sid going in and eating people (laughs) up as well yeah it was his moment to shine with all his muscles
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also love the panel like after they've beaten everyone up and six so just like standing in the background posing <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes the whole army showed up to oh uh, yeah to the nest so i guess we'll find out what happens next time mm-hmm. led by the fury with his five swords <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i never really noticed like i mean i knew he like i like I saw the panel at the end of their conversation, but never really noticed Like the fear obviously listening in during totally mm-hmm. uh, Ed Mizumi's whole conversation.
1: They definitely should have had that in a quieter place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I saw when they were discussing and he was there. I was like, oh, I mean, that's not good. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. trying to keep all this crap a secret. Does the fear know? I guess all they talked about was where Al was. They didn't say anything about. Wait, did Ed say that he was like a, a homunculus and stuff? Or they had a tattoo? Um, he, yeah, they're I talking about
0: they... the, the, you see him, like, take note of, like, a man with an Ouroboros tattoo. That's one of the mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. when you see uh, the Fira notice. Um, the fearer does know because he walked in on their, like, planning session Oh, Cinderella in the or, hospital.
1: Or, but, um, when he brought them a melon, which
0: he also brought this time. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: With, like, the exact same reaction from Ed. He's like, yeah. Yes.
1: Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what are you doing here?
0: <laughs> and I love his, like, tourist outfit. <laughs> Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like how you like the mistress equivalent of a Hawaiian shirt. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is there Hawaii in a mistress? (laughs) He gets a Hawaiian shirt and his little like straw boater hat. (laughs) So adorable. Yes. Do you think that's like his incognito disguise? (laughs) Armstrong was like, "You can't just get on a train. Let me let me show you the Armstrong disguise (laughs) technique." They're like putting makeup on him. Mm. <laughs> There's a whole hat trying on montage before mm-hmm. they get on the train.
0: And I love him trying to be all like charming to like meet with a <laughs> Sig
1: being, Sig. I like him. <laughs> Sig is like yeah, nothing <laughs> until they bonded with their muscles. But I like also how Ed is like, she'll never join the military. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess the fairy didn't even get to talk to a So. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that was another thing. Is that. He was like, um, "Yeah, even if you brought the whole army, you probably wouldn't get her." And it turns out there's a, it's an army there. Yeah, they have brought so, the whole army. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> I think I think yeah. they were there uh, for a different purpose, maybe. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he redirected them. Yeah.
0: I like, you thought you're here on a recruitment mission, uh, uh, but we're actually a raid a
1: bar. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, "Yeah," and they whip out their guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like raiding a bar is exciting. When Ed returned to the bar and was or not returned when he went to the bar and was like super angry it reminded me of scott pilgrim where he walks in at the end and he's just like (laughs) they're like password and he's like like and then they just let him in or whatever (laughs) (laughs) i like the and the like shots of ed walking down the street in
0: a rage and everyone just being like avoiding him and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love greed being like seeming genuinely impressed with like everyone's entrances like Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it means i'm a housewife and then like any clapping after Ed's like, speech.
1: He's <laughs> <Speech. laughs> like, I'll never negotiate with you. And then Greed's just like, yeah, he's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Good job. <laughs> he definitely doesn't care. <laughs> I wonder if they will disassemble Al, but they're not going to learn anything from that. So yeah. I think it's just an idle thread until they can get Ed to tell them what they want. Yeah. Or I guess in this case, the military shows up. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I don't think any of them stand a chance. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get to see the fear slice some more people, though. That would be... Or slice some things or people. That yeah. would be interesting. With his five swords. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has the super fast technique. <laughs> oh, we got to see another person's face get blown in half. That was exciting. Yeah, that was...
0: Ooh. That was the violence I was trying to describe last night. <laughs> like it, a shower I... of blood or a spray of blood. Flipped <laughs> to that page
1: and I was like, Oh, this is what Kayla was talking about. <laughs> It was. I would say. From what did you say? A shower of blood or a spray of blood? I think I said a spray. They're both good. Mm-hmm. I think a spray. <laughs> yeah, another good uh, horrifying Ugh. page flip from Arcala. <laughs> you just see his teeth. Mm-hmm. Did you say another good page flip or another horrifying
0: page flip or both? I think I said a good horrifying page flip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. And I love the bits of like his face, like sewing back together. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's creepy and awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it great. It's horrifying.
0: Yeah. that's not the little details like he has to snap his neck back into place and he has to, like <laughs> blood out of his nose Those, mm-hmm. yes.
1: <laughs> yeah it's not perfect I yeah. thought he was like can you do a cleaner job next time or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and he was like I'll be able to show you just kidding yeah. <laughs> don't show him <laughs> to Ed yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. in the background
0: it's, like, it's really messy
1: yeah it is interesting they seem to have a lot of power to be able to regenerate constantly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also liked when the, in the same scene where uh, Roa like knocks off the top of his head. Then when he starts to like reanimate, he like holds up his hand with like his finger up. That's mm-hmm. like the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, like hang on a second, and then it's yeah. like, and then his face all knits back together. It's so gross and great. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it great.
0: <laughs> I feel like greed is very um, very about the presentation.
1: <laughs> it's definitely yeah definitely an aspect of his character. He can still wear his leather pants with his like armor. Yeah in his sort of armor body form at the end so he I love how he was like yeah it's gonna make me like not look so good but
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah that was the vanity of him like not immediately pulling out all his armor because he wants his face his pretty face <laughs> to still be <laughs> <laughs> visible. <laughs> yeah he only used his armor on the
1: face where Izumi was punching him or like on his hand or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> so good I feel like greed is like a funny I mean at least in this see these scenes he was pretty funny like Mm-mm. he's a funny character
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah, he seems hey. more, um, like, sociable than
2: any other <laughs> yeah. <that> we've seen. <laughs> and he's definitely my favorite homunculus out of all of them throughout the entire series.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like
1: the thing is, like, so Gluttony is gluttony is framed as being, like, the dumb one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lust just sort of seems to be, like, driven to do this, like, mission or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Greed seems like he's just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and Envy is also kind of, like, uh you know like helping out but doesn't seem to care that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't seem very motivated. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And greed is like uh he's like I'm just here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Now it's like ugh, and I just want to like learn the secret to being immortal. Yeah. But if they're like a homunculus, do they even have a soul? Mm-hmm. You're like I can't answer your question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> they go into more detail about how Between they're made y'all. and all that. And so <laughs> there is a definite answer
1: okay Mm
0: -hmm. yes yeah
1: i'm sure Mm -hmm. there is a definite answer Mm -hmm. i shouldn't have asked that question but the point is (laughs) yeah
0: i would say the answer is like yes but also no Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like saying al has a body it's like (laughs) yes but but no there's a lot of things in the story that are like but no (laughs) (laughs) i guess we'll find out someday
0: it's a lot of it's like it's technically correct the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah anyway well okay so i guess i do have a reason to actually be interested in uh in owls but then it's like okay but then you have all these like ex-military people here you can't tell me they weren't in the lab where like barry the chopper and the other dude were the slicer like
0: well they had lots of labs so
1: <laughs> they, they had five whole labs yeah. mm-hmm. but all that's the sketchy just shit just was happening weird. in the fifth lab i thought that's true that's maybe there's more than one sketchy plan. lab it goes all the way to the top. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you're right. I feel like they probably, you know you gotta you gotta spread out your uh, your human experimentation. That way if but one lab that... is rated. <laughs> if lab five was the only one you're... that we saw that
1: had the esoteric d- decor yeah, it's like that was you're... required. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like if your uh philosopher's stone horrifying soul experiments <laughs> get discovered, then at least you still have your human chimera experiments and the other Yeah, somewhere else. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No big deal. It's like how the, uh, you know, the president and the vice president don't fly on the same plane.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they also like the decoy cars. They have like decoy labs where like <laughs> other research is going on. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely some sketchy military shit, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it also makes you wonder, like, we've seen this is also a question that you don't need to answer or a train of thought that you don't need to comment on. So we know in this that the military was involved in these human experiments, mm-hmm. in a lot of human experiments. Like we have these, all of these people in this kind of like weird gang. And we had Barry the Chopper and the Slicer, at least mm-hmm. from Lab 5. So we know they're sketchy. And then like Dr. Marco was just a haunted, haunted man. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, So there's a lot of sketchy experiments going on. But then you also, in this case, we have greed there from the homunculi. But, like, it seemed like some of the other activities that the homunculi were doing were, you know, like, against the military. Like, you know, killing people in the military, for example. <laughs> or whatever. Like, they don't, it's like they have some other scheme. So, I guess, and then and then greed knew about stuff that had gone on in the military. So, I feel like there's definitely a connection between the homunculi and the military, but they do seem to be like antagonists rather than allies. At least that's what I think so far. You can choose to confirm or deny,
0: or or neither confirm. My or deny. impression from what we've seen is that uh, they're both, depending on the situation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they've got their own goals, and sometimes they align, and sometimes they don't.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in Leor. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You know that old thing that happened where they destroyed a whole town? They sowed the seeds of deceit <laughs> and destroyed a whole town. Was that at the behest of the... Did they say that it was the behest of the military or not? Or was that something that they just wanted to do? Lust and gluttony and envy. Doctor... Or not doctor. Father Cornell thought that it was the military coming to, like, do shit to them, but I don't remember I don't if know. they said... I don't yeah, remember I don't know what the reason that, was. Like, why
0: they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, they might have just done it, but... Yeah. Like, they wanted to... They, they obviously wanted to cause the violence and they used the military to that end I'm not sure if it was in co if it stated if it was in cooperation or not
1: okay um. neither confirmed nor denied. i understand <laughs> well i'm trying to remember yeah, what they I, said i don't, I think don't they... yeah i just don't remember if they said anything specific mm-hmm. and i don't think so but yeah it's kind, of like, sometimes... kind of like that worked out better than planned <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. what a great time we had here in leor yeah <laughs> <laughs> It, it does seem like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if they're, they seem to be a separate entity, but if, they're, if their goals happen to align, then they're there. And if they don't, then they, you know, they they sometimes do things to antagonize the military, mm-hmm. I
0: guess. Because we've definitely seen them actively cooperating with the whole fifth lab thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Lust explicitly says to Marco, like, oh, we showed you how to make the Philosopher's Stone. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's right.
1: They have a connection to the military. Yeah, they so there's...
0: There's at least been been some active cooperation.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: For 200 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 200 years, but yeah. for a while. He's been fucking around having a good time for 200 years. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: if you could live forever and you, it's like, he doesn't seem to have any, you know, corporal body needs. Like, he'd probably just do whatever he wants. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a vampire, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh interview with the vampire where they're like and then we fucked off for 50 years because we don't care right (laughs) (laughs) well they have some kind of like but he doesn't it's hard to tell if he's if greed is like working toward the same goal as lust or not or lust and gluttony or mostly just lust it seems like or not it's hard to tell if he's Mm. working toward the same thing he seems to have his own motivation that's separate they seem to want ed I mean, they're trying to collect, like, alchemists for human sacrifice or something. That was what they stated before Mm -hmm. as part of their motivation. Greed is just like, I want to live forever. Mm -hmm.
0: Right? Yeah, he definitely doesn't have, like, personal motivations outside of what the others are doing, whether or not he's, like, like, yeah, I work with them, but also... (laughs) Because, like, you would think that... doing his own thing, but...
1: Well, he has Al's brother. You would, I mean, Ed's brother. You would think that, like... I don't know. I guess they just don't... The homunculi said that they weren't ready for Ed yet, I guess. Mm-hmm. It also
0: seems like his like information stream is different than theirs. Yeah. yeah so it seems I'm... like he found out about Ed Now through other means, whereas like mm. Al, he seemed to kinda know about
2: them. Yeah.
1: It does seem like that. lost seemed to know about them. Greed mm-hmm. said he had his sources.
2: And honestly, because I think at lab five they had bodies like this, but like Al's yeah they already had the knowledge on how to do mm-hmm. so presumably yeah,
0: yeah why didn't you just yeah, have to bury see- the chopper yeah it seems like he's like not actively communicating with them mm-hmm. yeah at the very least i mean i think
1: the only reason that we think they're related as an audience is because of their you know like the tattoo and their powers and stuff they could be completely you know they he could all be from the same source but yeah, and he, he knew less them, he knows yeah. them yeah yeah he specifically mentioned lust he says like, and oh, sloth. He met one
0: of the others, and then yeah. like, mentions lust and then another one with the. But that's angry. like being I don't
2: like. also, what a crazy coincidence that naming scheme would be if he's just completely unrelated. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're completely unrelated. I'm they're just not. saying, like, say he's been alive for two hundred years. Like, they could have all been around in year one together, and then pieced. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like they could be completely separate, like acting on on their own. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you know. <laughs> but the rest of us don't. I mean. <laughs> yeah, like they but they could have completely separate motivations and mm-hmm. he could just be the party boy of the zodiac or zodiac, wow. He could be the party boy of the uh well he called the members of the Ouroboros and I can't get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. Or whatever he called them, it was super weird. He could just be the party boy of the Ouroboros crew. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh the you know like the royal family always has their like one the one, you know, grandson who's like partying or whatever. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> well, to go
1: move to Canada. Then... <laughs> yes, marry an actress and move to the United States. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is he could be that guy. Mm-hmm. His motivation doesn't seem to align with lust and gluttony and envies, at least.
0: Yeah.
1: As far as we his can motivation
0: tell. motivation is to live up to his name.
1: Clearly. Yeah. I forgot and then immediately remembered how creepy Greed's, like, armor face and body looks mm-hmm. with the, like, creepy pointed teeth. It's like, oh, that's horrifying. I had blocked that out of my
0: memory. Honestly, some of yeah. his,
2: his other faces that he makes are yes, also kind of terrifying. I think one of the of creepiest
0: terrifying. ones is earlier than that when he like, I can't remember what it is, but he, like, grins and his face is in shadow. Yes! He's, yeah.
1: That's when he transmutes his, like, hand into a claw. And his hand and claws in the front. Mm-hmm. But he also has the unnaturally wide mouth smile, just yeah. like lust.
0: Pointy teeth.
1: Well, lust yeah. doesn't seem to have pointy teeth, as far yeah, as I can tell. He does. <laughs> yes, I was. I wrote in my notes from the same woman who brought us gluttony's creepy grin, and the truth's creepy grin. Now we have greed's creepy grin. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sentence that was really hard to say. Yeah. Shockingly <laughs> hard to say. There's also one that's creepy where he's transforming and it, where he's going ah ha ha and like his face is cut off and you just see his mouth at the bottom mm-hmm. of the panel. That one is creepy. Where's the one in shadow? I'm still trying to find, find it out. too. I can't. Find it. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> whenever she just draws like eyes alone, or like eyes mm-hmm. and mouths alone, and then the rest of the faces in shadow, which she does frequently. Mm-hmm. That's what she did with the chimera that just said "I want to die," for yeah. example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love fun. the
0: use of the white outline in that panel too. Because
1: mm-hmm. the panel is black too. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So there's a white outline around him. You mean? Mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. clothes and stuff Yes. there's this other really like unnaturally long grinned face that he makes on the next page um, so it's like if you flip it and then it's so probably 169 he says you can't even scratch me with that letter opener that one's mm-hmm. also really creepy yeah and the one right above that too where he's like blocking
2: mm-hmm. but even when he's talking about you know what he wants is uh, everything fame money oh, yeah. woman power mm-hmm. that's a creepy look
1: a golden goose yes. yeah it's just like his face gets more and more unnatural as it um, right before it trans he transforms into like that yeah. kind of like armored mm-hmm. body I like how you have the like kind of alchemy texture that we've seen so many times on his mm-hmm. face too mm-hmm. and like when he's partially
0: transmuting himself yeah. as-, as seen yeah it's really like there's no motion obviously in the in the comic but you like you can just see it like creeping up creeping
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there was a, uh, when izumi punches him there's like shaky arm lines or shaky arm lines around her arm too.
0: Mm-hmm. And then she pulls back, and you're like, No, Azumi's bleeding. No. Yeah. She takes that so stoically, I would be like sobbing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's just like finally a real opponent. You know, yeah. these children with their not paying attention and not being able to, uh, you know, feel the flow of the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much Azumi knows about like homunculi and stuff. Like, she probably did the similar like reading that Adanal did when they were trying to create a homunculus. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she obviously knows the word, like you when know, Elle says it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how she's like, I'll destroy you. <laughs> when oh, she's yeah, leaving yeah. Too. I wonder if she could. I wonder if there's a way. <laughs> I can see her at night furiously reading, being like, I gotta save the boys. Oh, yeah. I actually don't have anything else that I wanted to talk about in my notes. Just the armies there. I got one thing. Okay.
2: Um, it's kind of some news. I know you're all really excited because I hinted about my fanfiction.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: It was based off of Greed's Power, which the, I, oh. I think they will explain by next week. Okay. So I think I'll be able to go into more detail about what that <laughs> was.
1: Good. I want to hear about your fanfic. Actually, I just want you to write it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll put it out there and let someone else write it for me. <laughs>
1: I feel like I did that a lot on the FMA, or the like Fruit podcast. idea up for adoption. I think that you should write it and then read it on the podcast, and I'll edit yeah. it to the end. <laughs> and it better be in, like, a weird, like, poetry format or something. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got to be, like, spoken word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'll Can put music behind it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, me and Kayla will just be like, yes. <laughs> Well, good. So nothing else to talk about?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't no. think so.
1: Okay. I don't think we missed anything. There was just a lot of fighting. This episode yeah. feels kind of short. I don't know why. but Yeah,
2: I mean, I think a lot of it was sort of... There was a lot of jokes in it that weren't yeah. necessarily plot-specific. Plot
1: There's a, lot, a of lot of tidbits, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it definitely was juicy, but I think it was <laughs> a couple really big reveals. and
0: Yeah, I think, think we're of... setting up a lot of things to knock down uh, in the next couple chapters. Yeah.
1: Yes. I was going to say, I think they're juicy tidbits that we'll um, get the details about shortly. Mm-hmm. Or, or or maybe not. Maybe sometime at the end of the series. You never know. Yeah. Um, yes. So speaking of which, what are we going to read next time? Oh, yeah!
0: Yeah. Next time, we are um, back on My Bad Choices, and we're doing <laughs> chapters 29, 30, and 31. Woo! It's okay. Mm-hmm. We have a break after. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, we have a break after.
1: So oh, yeah. There will be no episode. So that that episode comes out December 26th happy holidays to all I guess mm-hmm. okay. you're welcome I mean <laughs>
0: if you have, if you had a bad Christmas um you can listen to us and have a worse Christmas <laughs> <laughs> do you
1: mean in terms of our content or in terms of the amount of like dismemberment that's going to happen next to time us, there's a lot of swords already involved <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not us and don't call me Shirley <laughs> <laughs> So there won't be an episode on the 2nd of January, but then the next, next episode will come out the 9th of January. Episode 13, no. Episode 14 will come out the 9th of January. This is episode 12. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we provided the people with great content once again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the best content.
1: <laughs> uh, just talking about I the fear with a sword in his butt crack. High quality content.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. So yeah, chapters 29 through 31. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 me um clearing my throat at the start of every one of these <laughs> yes i mean
1: every everything that goes into the start yes <laughs> i have to clear out to like delete cosmo wiggle in his chair <laughs> bowie screaming then a cat in the hallway meowing here or sirens i do a <laughs> moderately good job oh
2: like okay i was thinking of like like, are are there the kind that, that are... like
1: lure you in to, yeah like yeah sowing. yeah
2: that's what I was thinking of yeah <laughs> I'm glad I'm, gl- I'm glad you put that up
0: you like open your window and yelled out of the ocean keep it down we're recording <laughs> <laughs> lure sailors to their demise on your own time <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> I mean I live pretty close to Lake Ontario if there were loud sirens I might be able to hear them <laughs> Like, lake sirens? Is yeah. that different?
0: They lure, um, like, paddle boaters to the islands. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I think there's, like, shipping. I think there's, like, legitimate sailors in the Great Lakes. Just, I mean, it's just kind of hard to see them from the shore. <laughs> they gotta come in the, they gotta get the, you know, the do the fur trapping somehow, right? Right? <laughs> it's Canada's main export. This is the crap that I cut at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Sometimes it just gets moved to the end. (laughs)